Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, guys, like, we're all, like, cool here, right? Yeah, we're yeah, fine. We're Let's cool. just keep our head in our hands like we all are right now, not make I, eye contact. I, Go ahead. Hello, Super Bowls. <laughs> hey, Super Bowls. Uh, welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark but starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. He's Mike Golick Jr. Say hi. Hi. He's Jay. Hi. And this is today's question. Uh, currently going. Nope. Here we go. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Matt from Brooklyn. Uh, currently going to pick up my kid from school. Uh, quick question for you guys is, which would you rather have the best abilities of something you hate or just be really bad at something you love? So, like, you're a ter- you like baking, but you're just terrible at it, or you... Uh, Plunge toilet better than any of Okay, that's a terrible thing to be doing. Anyway, love you, mean it. Bye. Oh, Matt, love you and mean it too, but I do feel like you came up with this question. It's like you called and then you were like, I gotta ask something. <laughs> I just forgot. Uh, so the question, if I understand it, would you rather be really good at something you hate or bad at something you love? Hmm. I feel like neither one's good. Uh, probably really good at something i hate because i'm still really good at something that's my thought process i'd always rather have a really great skill set like even like you said even if you don't like doing it eventually i can show someone up even if it's like to spite myself yeah and if i choose that (laughs) that doesn't mean that i'm bad at stuff i love you know what i mean i don't feel like that's like i can still be decent at stuff i love when i was like especially towards the end like relative to other people bad at what i loved when i was playing football and like trying to play professionally like Uh they cut me so many times i was like oh you're very good at this huh but you really like it so that part sucked so maybe do the other one yeah it's tough realization when you're like oh like when i was uh i danced in in high school and i was like the best dancer at my high school and then i left and went to college and was like Oh, everyone here is so much better than me. I'm bad now? And it's like, that's a shitty feeling. Yeah, no, we don't want to do that. Let's be really, really good at, uh, trying to think of something I hate. Let's be really, really good. Power walking. At at fat. I love to power walk. Really? Oh, man. (laughs) I see. I am, like, against walking in general, so power walking has just gone full throttle on the thing I despise. Movement. Bipedal movement. No, yeah, I also hate movement. (laughs) <laughs> All right, cool. Speaking of which, oh wait, no. If you, oh, I have to do it because Ashley's not here. All right, uh, actually, let's just get Michael Jr. to do it. Yeah. Uh, can you say leave us a voicemail? But you say it really fast, so it's like leave us a voicemail. So if you want to, leave us a voicemail. Just don't say the S. You got to make it an F. Leave us a leave us a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail. Oh, he nailed that Crushed a little it. fast. Mm. That's little, my fault. No, it's good. Mm. Uh, okay. The number is eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. We're here. We're at the Super Bowl. In Radio Row. <laughs> it smells like beef. There's a lot of radio dudes here. A lot. A lot of dudes. A lot of overweight white guys who you reek of sweat it. in hey, Miami. You said it, not me. I would never say that. No, well, I would no. because I am one of them. That's not true, Mike. That's Mike Gullett Jr., friend of the pod. Good tweet, Mike. Good tweet, Mike. This is good tweet, Mike, in the building. Honored. When I woke up from a nap one day to a text from Katie with several clips from the podcast. So... Here's the thing. I there sometimes somebody will tweet something about someone's show 
and they'll be like, you were on this. It was so funny. And I'm like, I then I click on the link, and it's like, it's two hours long. I'm not going to find it. So whenever we mention someone, and I know it gets into their, like, Twitter mentions, I clip it off for them to be like, you don't have to scroll through the whole thing. This is what everybody in your mentions is talking about. Hope you're doing well. Uh, like, I did that for Rose Lavelle because I was like, I know she's going to hear a lot about it, and she's not going to listen to a two-hour podcast. But so I sent him the clips to be like, if you see a lot of people saying good tweet, Mike, and you're like, is there a bit I, I'm not in on? It's this. Got me caught up. I was waking right up from a nap, and I came into finding out that I was a meme and now a friend <laughs> of the pod. So really, like, what a what a thing to, like, reawaken from my slumber to find. It's what really a gift. Beautiful. What a world, world you woke up to. Oh, here I am, Lord. And then now, I mean, this wasn't even on purpose. It's almost like I wish it, you weren't here right now because it's too soon. It was last week's podcast that we came up with this bit, and now it's like, we got him. <laughs> it's like, no, we just... He's free. It's the first time we booked yeah. someone right away. He's free. It is awkward. It's like, all right, the first date went really well, but then he texts me five minutes yeah, after. Yeah, exactly left. this. And now he like, wants to get you, married. We love you, Mike. Yeah. We love you. You're not a friend of the pod. You're a boyfriend of the pod. You don't understand. We really love you. Are you afraid you. of labels? Why are you always so afraid of labels? God. My parents are here. Let's have a talk. <laughs> My parents are here. Uh, your dad is here. Yeah. That is weird, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's like, it's not weird because I'm so used to it, but it's always like, oh, yeah, your dad's here. It's like, oh, shit. At every party, your dad's there. Is that weird? Did you guys go to different parties at Super Bowl? No, we've been at the same parties a lot at the Super Bowl, and it's oddly not weird. Yeah, that would not be that way if you were a girl. Oh, yeah, no, I will, so... I always felt bad, like, in that sense, because I had a younger sister, and we overlapped at college for one semester, and she hated it. Because yeah. every guy that tried to talk to her, it was just beef me in the background, and my brother like, you won't talk to our sister, we're boys. And then we realized that was really counterproductive for a good relationship with our sister. Very so very not helpful for her. No. But we, well, thankfully, I was gone the next semester, and she started dating a bunch of guys that were my teammates, and it was really awkward. Oh, man. Yeah. Yikes. Not a bunch. It's not like my sister was like going, just rifling through my teammates. But like, she Yikes. dated a couple of them. Even after I told her, like, I know all these guys. Like, not all of them are great guys. Maybe don't do this. Also, you can't locker room talk with any of those people anymore because it's gonna be about your. Si- That's awkward. Oh, man. We don't have to talk about this. Thank uh, you. I will say, as weird as it is that we're in this very open room in a convention center and everything is different, at least one thing is the same, and that's that I'm staring at Will Kane. Yep. Will Kane's doing his show just like he always would across from us while we try to do ours. He's got lights and makeup, and we're in a dark corner. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it makes the most sense. That tracks. Uh, This is the friendly banter portion of the pod, so you know, Mm. where we just talk friendlily about things in our lives. And since we're at Super Bowl, so much is happening. I think the biggest news of all is that our friend Mina Kimes got hit by a car. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry for laughing. Just laugh. No, for like, anybody who doesn't know the story, Jay sounds like a monster. Once you hear the story, he doesn't. He, you'll no, get it. I was it. laughing at the you, no, the recap no. of what's about. You were laughing when Mina got hit by a car. I said You're Mina a got hit by a car, and you said, <laughs> so, "You're right, you did." It's a monster. Yeah. So Mina and sorry, Diana Mina. were out to lunch. Not gonna lie, I was a little sad. I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> Uh, and they were eating pizza and a, a, a what was it? Uh, uh, Tahoe. A, a Chevy Tahoe hopped the curb, tapped their table, tapped Mina, did not hit Diana. Diana has retold this story in a way that now she threw a table. She saved Mina's life. She dove in through an open window. Yeah. I, things were crazy. I think it wasn't that nuts. But I was waiting in the lobby to get on the elevator and they walked in. Of course, my initial reaction was what I said, like, where, so where were you? 
Where'd you guys Rude. go? Why? I'm hungry. I also like food. Uh, and then they both just looked. I'd never seen them like that. Like, they'd seen a ghost. And then Mina was like, I got hit by a car? Like, a question. Right. And I was like, oh, I, what? The f- what are you talking about? And then they told me. And I said to them, like, that must be really tough. Have you ever had anything in your life where the bad thing didn't happen? But you came so close to it that it just, like, shakes you. And, like, for Mina, it kind of did happen. Yeah, it definitely Like, if happened. Mina hadn't gotten tapped by the car, Diana still had a traumatic thing. It's like a, like a she could have really gotten hurt. And then there's Mina, who's, like, the next level, who, like, did get hurt, but not enough. She just got tapped. Like, you'd rather not get tapped. Oh, yeah. A very weird situation. I can't imagine the adrenaline spike yeah. of seeing a car because that's the one other part is they described the car coming over the curb like it happened in slow motion. Right. Like they had time to be like, no, as this car is coming over the curb and still going towards them. Like we see people hit the curb all the time yeah. and they correct. Yeah. This one corrected into them and that's not great. Directly into them. Yeah. I. You know what? I have not heard a story downplayed so much initially only to be overplayed so much by the end of the week which is what should happen absolutely you get 100%. hit by a car at super bowl you tell everybody that you that it was insane i give credit to mina the morning after that she was coming to do a hit with us on golik and wingo at like 7 15 oh. and she shows up yeah i would first off big mistake <laughs> that show sucks <laughs> and um she walks up and she looks at me and she goes I already got some jokes built off this. We're going to have a good day. Love I'm like, that. what the hell is wrong that. with you? Yeah, we, you have to be a crazy person to do this for a living, so that's what it is. So anyway, thoughts and prayers are with me and <laughs> Diana, who are luckily still with us. Uh, but just, again, the takeaway, I was not invited to lunch, <laughs> and I was hungry. Hate not to see cool. it. Hate to see it. Uh, if you can't tell, we're hungover. We are. We went to emo night last night, Jay we- and I. Golic Jr. didn't show up. It's okay. We didn't take it personally. Did you go to the CAA party? No, so my night was even lamer than you could imagine, knowing me. So, I, (laughs) almost, (laughs) how's how's about this, my dad went to a party and I fell asleep in my room. I fell asleep in my room, and my dad, well, and then I got up and I was like, you know what, I'll be social, a couple of my old teammates from college are in town, I'll go see them. Some of your sister's ex-boyfriends, I get it. Yeah. Had to go check on them, make sure they found love again. (laughs) And I go to the NFLPA party for 20 minutes uh-huh. after a 20-minute Uber ride, and then we decided we're hungry, and we had a 20-minute sit-down dinner inside Taco Bell. Just all 20-minute intervals. Yeah. So nice. I like to say I spent my night in Taco Bell, because by time judgment-wise, it occupied as much as anything else. Wow. That's how you do it. Yeah. So this is my... That's a terrible way of saying I didn't come hang out with you guys because so I was eating Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Yeah. That's... You know what? If anyone's going to respect that, though, it's me. Mm. I'm with that. it. I totally get it. Uh, we went to emo night, screamed our heads off. We did. Star of the night, Andrea Masenda. Crushed it. Andrea Lowe? Are we doing Lowe yet? Ooh. Ooh. Andrea Masenda Lowe. Yeah. All of her names. All of it. What's your social? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was really fun. They just play emo music and you scream it at the top of your lungs. I was going to ask, so was this a live band? Well, so it, it was, started yeah. out just music, like a DJ, and then uh, and then they did a live band. And then at the end of the night, there was karaoke, which we didn't find out till later. You had to, like, sign up on their Facebook page or something. Oh, wow. So we were very upset. But I will say the, cari- the people who did karaoke were good. I feel like if you're going to sign up for karaoke on Facebook before an event, you should be good. Yeah, and that's how they got it, so yeah. that you're not watching people do terrible karaoke. Yeah. They got up on stage. It was a whole thing. It was really fun. It was quite a. It was a non-Miami experience because everybody knows I, I'm not a big fan of 
Miami. I'm bad at Miami. I'm terrible at it. It just doesn't fit. On our walk over here, we saw a dude eating tacos off of the trunk of his Rolls Royce. That's a real thing. He was using his Rolls Royce as a table. Gang. What? A $300,000 table. Honestly, I respect the shit out of that. Me too. That's (laughs) the thing about Miami. I respect everybody's, like, vibe here. But I'm like, I don't relate. No, I don't relate at all because Miami does the one thing that New Orleans doesn't, which is it def- it's a wardrobe that defies the environment. Like in Miami, people still decide, I'm going to go out and dress like it's Vegas. I'm going to wear a suit even though this humidity is crippling. Yeah. New Orleans, we have the unspoken bond that we're all sweating our asses off. Yeah. We all just ate a bunch of fried food. So we're going to go out in shorts and t-shirts and look like sh- and I appreciate that about New Orleans honesty. Yeah, I can't do the fashion. I can't. No. It's when it's this sticky outside, I can't be like, I'm going to do my hair. Because we all know it's in 30 seconds going to be right back to straight because it's so humid here. I know mm. you have that same problem, Mike. Seems like something that really bothers you. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. Uh, all right, official Potter show business. This is a late pod. Hi, sorry. It's Friday. It is. Uh, it's been a week. I haven't been home since Orlando. Yeah, you've been on the road forever. Oh, yeah. wow. You were. Oh, that's right. You were at the Pro Bowl, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've been away for quite some time. I miss my family and my friends. And her television. It's just my house. (laughs) And I I brought my PlayStation. I haven't set it up yet because the Wi-Fi is weird in our hotel, so I don't think it's going to be easy. It's whatever. It's fine. I just miss home. I just have been wearing the same clothes for a long time. It is. I don't think there's any greater feeling than like and getting home that first time after a long road trip and just getting my pants off. Yeah. Wow. Like. It is so liberating. The socks and the pants just come flying off, and I am transformed. I think the best feeling is when you put on a new article of clothing that's just like, haven't worn this over the last two weeks. I can wear it now, and it's new pants. I love the feeling of new pants. But anyway, late pod. uh, Sorry about that. Also, official pod business keeps happening. Not sure why. No ads today. So we didn't technically need to give you a pod, but... We're here. Jay, we couldn't leave the people we without couldn't. a pod. Yeah, we had to With do it. so much news to talk about. So today on the podcast, we're in Miami on Radio Row. We're going to talk about Super Bowl. It's a big football game. You might have heard of it. Uh, female tendencies and dipping your balls in soy sauce. Yep. Buckle up. Uh, Sorry. What, Jay? What? It's, oh. it's the cage, but it's, it's the just the a cage? little loud. Yeah, I Why forgot. is it so loud? Okay, so we're in it. Out of we're it. out of it? Out of it. We're out of the cage. <laughs> it's got to be your ball. Cole looks like, what's happening? Hey, Mike, did I get locked up just wanna, now? Want to play a game? Nobody knows, nobody knows what it's about. We're pretty sure that we're out of it. Super Bowl. I mean, should we? I feel like, look, should we start with Kobe? Because yeah. I know it feels like a long time ago, but it was Sunday. We have not addressed it yet on this podcast. I don't want to talk about it for a long time because um, I think there's been – ESPN's done a really good job with coverage – uh, I would say go watch L. Duncan's Girl Dad. I thought that was really sweet. A really sweet story she told. But um, <laughs> should I have started with Kobe has pa- Kobe's, Kobe Bryant has passed away? <laughs> it's weird. I, yeah. Assuming well, everybody knows. Yeah, oh, I'd say it's tough on a podcast. It's Friday. Yeah, it's- uh, but look, um, I was very, not very vocally, I didn't, you know, I had an opinion on him. But here's where I stand on. Um, because, you know, if you're looking on the Internet, people are arguing about, do you bring this up? Can you talk about this? Should it be this? Should it be just yelling at each other for how they're dealing with it? And I think that um, my main takeaway is, like, ev- everybody deserves to be grieved by the people who loved them. Um, and 
Kobe's impact across the NBA is huge. Uh, he touched so many people's lives. And this was a very tragic accident. We lost his daughter, Gigi. I cried when I found it. Yeah. It's just like, oh. I don't I don't normally cry about things for like people I don't know, things happening to people I don't know. But, man, that crushed me. Um, and so it's a, it's a tragedy. And regardless of, you know, like they say in situations, there's no perfect victims. So, like, you can't – now's not the time. But I just think everybody should feel the way they feel and know that that's valid. I think the next big step is, like, maybe we don't always have to say everything on the Internet. Mm. My main takeaway from all this was, like, what if you called your loved ones and had that conversation that you want to have? What if you talked to your friends about it? Like, everyone's sort of – there's this need now to say something. Like I got a, a comment on my Instagram that was like, wow, you didn't post anything about Kobe? And it's like you don't have to perform the way you feel all the time. And I just think – main message from this is just like feel the way you feel and process what that means to you because it's your life and you have to keep living it and like talk about it with people that aren't strangers on the internet and strangers on the internet stop yelling at people for the way yelling at people for the way that they process grief because everybody deals with things differently can we leave it at that yeah yeah That's did you want to give your did you, i see you wrote like a whole big long eulogy did you want to read no, it? no i don't I, all right that, it's really sad okay uh, Mike, anything? No, I, I think you were spot on. I, you I've, also did it all already. On I, TV, I've, all I've done a lot of this, and my message was basically the same. Like, grieving's a hard thing. Be gentle with each other. Yeah. Like, that's probably advice that's pretty well served in general with all that. And listen, the, the elephant in the room are the sexual assault allegations from Colorado. And I had a person on the surprisingly, I had a person on the internet frame that to me best, which is Kobe's impact was far-reaching. A lot of people were affected by that. There are also a lot of people that are victims of sexual assault yeah. and people who had to see a lot of a person that might trigger certain feelings for them. Their feelings are just as valid. They have their own experiences. And so those people should not be attacked for having a reaction that is completely understandable given their life's reality. So, again, in the interest of grief takes different forms for everyone and affects everyone different when the character is as round and varied as Kobe. We also tend to flatten people as soon as they die, and I think that's, that's so always true. something that's kind of tragic. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. It's like, well, what one thing was he? And it's like, he was many things, a multitude of things. And Kobe himself did that whole good and bad. He was always this duality of a person. And so, like, I just think everything deserves nuance. There is no nuance on the internet. There's no nuance with a character limit. And I just think that, like... We're all yelling at each other about something that is... I think everyone's looking for the answer. Everyone's looking for there to be, like, a right way or a wrong way. And I think with stuff like grief, it's so complicated. There isn't a correct way to do it. There isn't a wrong way to do it. It's all wrong because no one should have to feel that way. So it's just something we're all trying to figure out. Just be nice to each other. Honestly. That being said, let's talk about the Super Bowl. <laughs> Mike, is it... Football like soccer, or is it American football? What happens? What, this, is, what happens at it? So this is the soccer where, or the football where you wear costumes, okay, larger costumes with the face mask okay. portion of All right. it. Yeah, I you've just, got I the mask so. on. Yeah, like I don't want to sound dumb. I thought so. No, yeah, I, I get it, and like it, it is like always very funny. Like I try and explain to people when we get really worked up about this. I was like, 
these are grown men yeah. wearing spikes on their feet yeah. and glorified Halloween costumes. Like, this is an objectively stupid thing that but we all man, worship. Do we love it. God, it's cool as shit. So cool. I, really I am so fired like up for this game, like it. especially after last year. I know your Patriots game. God, that yeah, that game it was, sucked. It was so bad. Oh, it was so boring. It was so bad. I, I had got, to listen to my dad and Trey try and defend that drag. No, oh. it was so bad. Uh, I got my dad tickets to it, and he was like, "I just want to see a Super Bowl win with Tom Brady before he goes." And uh, and I got, and he did, and I still feel bad. I'm like, "That's not the one. That's really not the one." I should have got. It wasn't to. supposed to be like this. Yeah. I'm sorry, Paul. <laughs> Uh, but okay, so you've been you've been doing radio every day. Uh, where is the conversation at right now? What is the thing? Give me all your stupid. What is everybody arguing about today in regards to the Super Bowl? Uh, I, I think that this Super Bowl has been less argumentative as much as this. I think last year's Super Bowl as a backdrop has just made people excited. I've heard yeah. so much hemming and hawing this week. Like someone was shocked. I gave them a score and a prediction when asked, and they're like, everyone else is like, well, I could see this and I could see that. Because I think we're all just really excited. Like both these teams are insanely good. Yeah. Everyone wants to just keep shitting on Jimmy Garoppolo because they've thrown the ball twenty five times and they're super unsure. And on the other side, like we are all like, this is a very like clear week of worship for Patrick Mahomes. Like he's so special. It's been such a special run, and everyone seems to think that that guy is just going to out special an entire other team. And I'm in that out camp. Special. Yeah. I've always wanted to out special someone, anyone. <laughs> uh, who? What is that pick and point? total you thought i went 35 31 i've been i've heard mina kime say this throughout the week she was she's kind of coined the phrase i mean there's gonna be a ton of points in this game both of these That's offenses the yeah i realized she after i said that she's gonna be a ton of points in this game i don't think yeah i realized after i said that <laughs> that nice construct to wasn't gonna work yeah. I, I wanted to give her credit because she was the one that like incepted that idea yeah. into my brain of like yeah. you know what these offenses are really good yeah and I think when you look especially the Chiefs defense is, I think, the weakest unit of the four that we're going to see in this game. And so certainly how they respond to a Niners offense that does really well with a lead and is super creative. Like I said, both of these teams do the same thing different. Like both of these teams have position groups on their teams. The Chiefs have a wide receiver group. The Niners have a running back group that are the two fastest by clock miles per hour in the NFL. And so both teams do a really good job of getting speed in space and creating these really problematic mismatches for guys. And when you've got home run hitters like that, you only got to get someone a little out of space. And both coaches are really See, fun and do I'm a good job. So home runs? Yeah. They hit home runs in Oh, uh, yeah. No, my bad. My bad. Slap shots. Okay. Slap shots. I got to... I'll do this on my own time. I gotta Google it. I'm very yeah. confused. Where's, Slap shots. Where's the bowl part? That's I don't understand. Well, Is I think there... it's you get soup in a bowl. Everybody sits in the stands and drinks soup oh. out of a bowl. Like duh, Jay, try okay. to keep up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, so sorry. wait, you gave oh. the the score. You didn't say who you thought was gonna win. Oh, the Chiefs. Okay. Sorry, yeah. The, the, Pat Mahomes out specialing people. Got it. Got it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. right. The Chiefs. So you think the Chiefs are going to win? Thirty-five, thirty-one. Yeah, it seems like a good one. I'm all. I have. I learned very early on in watching the Patrick Mahomes-led Chiefs that if I even sniff the under, I'm an idiot. It's mm. always the over with the Chiefs. That's true. Always. That's a good point. I had, I think I wrote because we had to do the ESPN thing. We had to put in what you guessed, and I said uh, 49ers, 24-21. But that was probably a dumb. I'm now regretting. Well, that. if they, I mean, if the 49ers win, it's likely going to be a game where they blast them on defense. So that would be a very reasonable score for Thanks, a 49ers Mike. win. I feel, thank you so much for lifting me up. That's what we do. I people really, helping people. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Lift my friend Katie up in prayer. Oh my God, please do. Uh, what is this, Jay? Sammy Watkins says he might just chill. <laughs> oh man. I saw this on the internet and I was like, I just kind of want to 
talk it through. Yo, what is? Oh <laughs> what no, is he, baby, what is you doing? What is he? What? Who did he say this to? What's the context? Uh, I mean, there's like a. But I'm really in a different space right now. I don't know what I'm gonna do. If we win it, I might chill out. I might sit out a year. You just never know. Yeah. So Sammy's in the Sammy next year would be going into the last year of a three year deal that he signed with the Chiefs. Sit that out. You don't usually sit that out. No. Now I saw some stuff online that says like you know I, I, the Chiefs would probably like cut him in that instance and yeah. they would be fine because he's like their third best wide receiver at this yeah. point. But like this is a thing that's happened with plenty of guys where for whatever reason they feel like the you know the war of attrition is winning yeah. you know with them against the sport that they feel like they need to take a minute and step back. But the timing of saying this right before one of the biggest games of your life to me is questionable. Yeah. Just because like my mo was always like I don't want to make problems for my teammates. I don't want to give the media something that like my dudes are going to get asked about right. after this. Do you think Sammy Watkins doesn't care? Oh. It's like ah, I don't want to answer this because that's what's going to happen. Yeah. They're going to be like, why do you? here asking the same people the same question so if you oh. give us an inch we're gonna take a mile and it's late in the week we're all out of good I, we got nothing to, to talk about nothing. nothing we just talked about taco bell for like 20 minutes sorry 20 minutes i'm not minutes sorry at all bell. 20 minutes of taco bell that's that's the way i'm going into 2020 uh yeah i don't know sammy Watkins. i don't know how i feel about it it's like when a girl when you're in high school and it's like where are you going to college might take a year off. And my mom said, don't do that because you won't want to go back to college. You're going to take a year off and you're going to like being off for a year. Right. And you're not going to want to go back to school. Yeah, gap year just means you're going to enter the workforce Yeah, you're sooner. just going to yeah. hit up the work. So enter the workforce, Sammy. <laughs> don't take a year off. I like, I might chill out. I just love the way that he phrased that. Like, I really know. just am not feeling their vibes here anymore, <laughs> so I might just chill. The vibes are off, so I'm probably going to chill. Uh... I guess we should talk about the Tom Brady picture. Yeah. Look, Tom Brady ruined my night last night. He tweeted and Instagrammed the same photo Mm. with no words. Just him walking either down the tunnel at Gillette towards the field or out the tunnel towards the camera. It's lit in a way that you can't tell. And not lit in the way the, ch- the kids are saying. No, it ain't no. lit. Lighting. Not, the lighting the is bad. Not chill. The, it, the lighting is bad. Super not chill. You can't even tell which way. I, like, at first, I'm like, he's clearly walking out onto the field. And I looked at it again, I'm like, he's clearly walking away from the field. Laurel or Yanni, exactly. but make it sports. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And it freaked me out, and it's annoying. And then I saw a tweet from Schefter that was like, this is reportedly not about his football career. And it was like, then was why did tweet. you do it? like, it? I repeat, it is not about his... But like, then okay, why did you do it? Like, you had to know this was going to happen. I've seen some people say that it was a Kobe tribute, but then you would think that he would caption it like, R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. Um, like a normal human. Right. Just like, it made me so mad because it's like, you don't... You know that people are trying to figure out what it is you're doing. It's the same thing as the Sammy Watkins thing. We're talking this week. We're all talking. We're all desperate for things to talk about. You give us a thing. Just announce it or don't. Why would you do this weird in-between of like, oh, vague. Like, just tell, just say what you're going to do or say nothing. But why would you, why would you do that? And I feel like this effect especially, like, for me, I am obviously an anarchist, and like something like this happening midweek is great. But for Patriots fans and the relationship you guys have with Tom, to do this to the people that have loved you for two decades seems unusually cruel. Yeah, well, it also makes me feel like he wouldn't, I don't know, for a while I'm like, he's not going to leave Boston. Like, they've defended him. We've all been through a lot together. What He wouldn't leave, and now it's like, well, if he would do this to us... I think it's a cash grab. There's going to be a Super Bowl commercial about this. You think? Oh, yeah. I think this, to me, screams cash grab. 
Well, there is that open spot because that Mr. Peanut funeral can't, got canceled. Oh yeah. Are, yeah. Are you doing? Are you doing okay? No, I'm also. Okay. I have come to you that. for all of my Mr. Okay, Peanut news. Here's right, the thing. Let's... I just want to know if he's still okay, dead. Let's go back to the headline. Mr. Peanut is dead. Okay, Mr. Peanut died. Rest in power, King. There was a commercial. <laughs> Mr. Peanut died in the commercial. It was apparently to set us up for their Super Bowl commercial, which was going to be a funeral for Mr. Peanut. Now, I know that that makes perfect sense, and you don't need me to dive into it deeper, <laughs> but I promise if you look a little bit below the surface. So they canceled the funeral ad because Kobe Bryant passed away. I'm not laughing because Kobe Bryant. I'm laughing because what a dumb headline to have to put out there. Planters cancels Super Bowl commercial because Kobe Bryant died because it was about a funeral for a peanut. <laughs> for a peanut. 2020. Which, 2020 which planters sells and we eat all the time. It's like if uh, if like Burger King was like going to give a funeral for a cow. It's like, yeah, I know we eat it. That's how we, yeah, that's I, what you make. That's we, what we eat. We have been doing this. We've been doing this without a funeral. So are we supposed to have a funeral every time I open up a planters? Every peanut I eat deserves a funeral. If Mr. Peanut gets one, it's no, very elitist. I feel like if the peanut doesn't have a monocle, it doesn't get a funeral. Wow. Okay. First off, <laughs> rude. That is elitist. Holy shit, so Jay. What, so just because it went to college, it gets a funeral? I don't think I say, that, I that, because that. this peanut works in a factory and makes an honest yeah, wage, now all of a sudden you. it's not okay. deserving of our grief? Wait, I don't. I think we need to talk about monocles for a second because this just means that you have a bad eye. Yeah, but you're the one who just <laughs> oh. said that it mattered. I, I'm just saying, like, a, a peanut with a monocle feels like... But, like, uh, I don't know if it's possible, and I don't know if I've ever seen a monocle worn without the top hat cane combo, right. which Have indicates well. Have somebody who just has a monocle that's, like, Yo. a normal person, but it's like, I just didn't want to wear the whole glasses? That is a Luke. Yeah, that's Do you have a... to be, like, bending your head the whole time to I keep it in? I think so. Like, they seem I'm very to inconvenient about... to me. I always wondered on? that. This is what we talk about <laughs> in this podcast. No, the but, like, of these are, like, the que- like the pressing questions yes. of our time. And yes, like, you want to hear it, but break down a defense? Go listen to something else. This <laughs> yeah, is what we're going to we talk Schefter's about. Yeah, Schefter's podcast. How do you keep a monocle on your eye? <laughs> like, he also did that in the most adverse situations. Like, lest we not forget, yes. Mr. Peanut gave his life right. to save his friends. Well, he is a hero, sure. and he had the monocle on the entire time. But, wait, j- he and, saved his and, friends? I feel like he was selling his friends. No, wait, we're going to, that's what I was about to say. Well, no, I meant his human friends, which is also problematic. Matt Walsh, and who was the other person I didn't even see? I didn't see either. That, okay, but he, uh, we, we got to remember, and maybe now's not the time as he has just passed away, but Mr. Peanut spent his life convincing us to eat his family and friends. <laughs> And so I just think that it's problematic to lift him up in praise. But I also find it to be problematic. Like, maybe he was held against his will. Maybe Planners oh, wow. was like, if you don't do this, you know, whatever. Or maybe he just loved the access to power. You know, who's to say? It right. corrupts. Right. Uh, but here's the thing. If he's dead, right, they already ran the commercial in which he dies. And now they've canceled the commercial in which they bury him. So are is he – where is he? Is he getting cremated? Is he getting peanut butter rated? Is he getting... <laughs> Where is They're going to present us with like a jar of peanut long, butter. Cremated. How long can this... I get it. Yeah. How long... How long can a peanut be outside of the ground? Yeah, what is the decomposition process exactly, like for a you. peanut? That's the word like, I was looking yeah. for. Like, yeah, do we would... have a weird body situation happening now? Do they start to, like, sprout things? Also, uh... Ooh, oh, like, like potatoes? Yeah. But also, planters, did you think no one would die... Between when you had, like the, that headline put another way that they had to cancel this commercial with the funeral is like a company just realized that funerals are sad. 
yeah. they happen. Yeah. Like, why did you plan a funeral-themed ad campaign? Did anyone ever say, hey, what if someone dies between when Mr. Peanut dies and the Super Bowl? Were they going to, like, resurrect him as honey roasted? I don't. Oh. Oh, yeah. Honey roasted peanuts. It's just. Wow. Really good. Wow. He's just got, got a little tan going. Comes I just, back. He's got I the Miami need, suit. I need to see. <laughs> he's in white. I need to see that. He's, like, he's warm bar nuts right, now. Right. I have to see the, uh, the, the funeral commercial because I have so many questions. And I'm like, was this worth it? What was the actual payoff going to be? Why were we having a funeral for I Mr. Peanut? I feel like Peanut? they have to release it eventually. I don't know. Someone else is going to die. That is that is true. People like die. it just keeps <laughs> newsflash. Yeah, right. Wouldn't it be f- not funny? No, nope. it wouldn't be funny. But no. wouldn't it be funny if like people just kept dying and so they kept <laughs> having to push back this funeral commercial? <laughs> it's like when you're trying. Oh God! But it's like wow. Remember in 2020 when every three days somebody famous died, and it's like yeah, because Mr. Peanut commercial yeah, just never came out. Curse. And, and you know it's the peanut curse. And you know what starts becoming like that joke that you build up to your friends, and then someone else butts in with a story, and it's like 15 minutes later, and your joke wasn't that funny. Yeah. And so calling it back to finish it just highlights yeah, like, how okay, unfunny so just, the joke is. As I was is. saying, then everyone's like, "Why'd yeah. we even go back to that?" Yeah, really? We're doing a callback now. Why? But if you're listening, planters, I won't give you that attitude. I need to see that commercial, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's three years from now. I need to know what happens at Mr. Peanut's funeral. Is it lit? Is it like those funerals in Atlanta? Oh, you yeah. see that commercial for the funeral home in Atlanta where, like, the guy, like, sits up and it's like, this casket was how much? Like, it's, it's a beautiful ad. Go look it up. I really recommend it. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, Tom Brady. So what, So you think it's for a Super Bowl commercial? Yes, I think it is an elaborate ploy. Tom Brady's internet presence is much too savvy for this to just be, yeah, like, a, just, like him being a dick. I'm just going to be honest. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed by You should it. be. I don't like it. I find it annoying. And I also just want to know, because I'm a curious person, I just want to know if he's walking towards the camera or away from it. Is it like, you think it's an ad like for a company, or you think it's like a his retirement and or not retirement announcement? No, I think it's an ad for a company. Like, I think they're setting it up to be like an announcement for that, and it's going to be like, really? Yeah, Tom Brady is now donning Bose headphones. Cool. Cool. I hate it. I hate the world we live in. Uh, Gronk Beach. Gronk Beach. Gronk Beach. Next topic. We went there. <laughs> uh, Mike Ryan is DJing at Gronk Beach. Look at him go. Look at him shine. Did you see the poster? It was either for uh, Shaq's party or uh, Gronk's because they're run by the same company. But you know how they do, like, big name of the headliner, and then, like, the next line is a smaller font with three names and a smaller font on the next line. Mike's in line with some big names on the same line, but with a smaller font <laughs> in the oh. same Wow. I've never seen it's that so before. Rude. I have looked at many <laughs> festival posters before, and I've never seen, we're going to keep you on this line, but we're going to make you specifically smaller. That, to me, indicates that somebody who was on that line complained about yeah, Mike being the same like, size as like, them. Tiesto was like, who is this now? Man. Yeah, that was that was tough. It, uh... The poor guy, but also good for him. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. DJing at those parties. And also DJed last night at Emo Night. Not on purpose. He just was on Touch Tunes. He was crushing it. Listen, the, if you have a gift, you don't like you don't just put it away. You're so right. Yeah, Got to give it to the people. Um, oh, this was a clip that we saw. This is a go look it up, but I think Jay also has the audio. that uh, I saw a Gold Jr. tweet out uh, where you said that it was video of you you said something funnier I was than so that. proud of my son yeah this is a video from NFL Films Presents shout out I used to work there um, that is of a little kid playing flag football mic'd up and he is the man 
Jay hit me with the audio. Or play the video silently. <laughs> yeah, Either one. It's up to you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to play it silently. I feel like it's an audio medium. Sure. For sure. I like to imagine the... <laughs> All right, so now he's right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Go look it up. Uh, it's so funny. When he's leaned over like that and he's breathing, <laughs> I'm like, that is my goal. Junior. Katie, I have never in my life <laughs> seen a child whose actions and mannerisms and physique so mimic my youth. This kid is me. I am him. The same grunting. I was like a little. Yeah. I was a little too much personality for how yeah. big and chubby I was. Like all of it. It's all there. I love this kid so much. If I at some point can meet him somehow, it will make my life. He's a freaking hero. It's weird to say to you, so I'm not going to look at you when I say it. But when he grunted was when I was like, "Oh my god, that is my junior." It's like, "Oh my," just something about the way he, like he was like. Shh. <laughs> At one point, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I picture you doing that. The running in circles around the coach. Really. Oh, when he scored a touchdown and then he ran circles around. No one can stop me. No one can catch oh, me. So much power. Amazing. Wow. So, anyway, go look that up. Jay really Jay really ruined that <laughs> yeah, segment. Sorry, my fault. But here's a segment Jay couldn't possibly ruin even if he wanted to. Folks, did you see the PETA ad? PETA, um, the people for the ethical treatment of animals, Um, They uh, put out on their own an ad that they wanted to run during the Super Bowl that apparently they said the NFL told them they could not run. Um, I never say this, so I'd like to draw attention to what a monumental sentence this is about to be. I agree with the NFL. Uh, Just probably for different reasons. I just feel like the NFL saved PETA from themselves by not putting out this ad. I will now attempt to describe it because the sound is just um, <clears throat> a bunch of animated animals humming the national anthem, Star Spangled Banner. And they kneel. Every animal <laughs> kneels. Now, you might be thinking, now, Katie, not all animals have knees. Um, you're right. But we start out with a bee. And as we all know, the bee's knees, so they have them. The bee kneels. Uh, then we've got a bear. The bear comes, stands up on two feet kneels really solemnly by a river. Then we get two salmon, two fish in the river. No knees, but kneeling. Uh, what is that? A fox and then a wolf and then a snake. Sorry. A snake. A snake is kneeling. Great. After the snake kneels, which is really, a, it's a beautiful animation. A little like wind yeah. action there. Then we yeah. get a rat with the, with some trash and a, it was a spider. <laughs> a, a dog and some sheep. A herd of sheep. A horse. Regal. Regal is Taking a knee. Uh, then we have a young pig and an old pig. Now, this is symbolism, folks. The old pig doesn't can't be bothered, doesn't get up. But oh, the baby wow. pig Woke. takes a knee. And then a bunny. But then. A human. And at the end, a bald eagle. And it looks like, oh, he might not kneel. He starts to fly away. And then those muscular thighs wow. that eagles definitely don't have, uh, he took a <laughs> knee. Respect is the right of every living being. Hashtag. I don't want to say it. Say it. Say it. I don't want to say it. Say it. Hashtag end speciesism. So PETA didn't have to run this. Mm. And someone was like. This is the opposite of the of the Mr. Peanut funeral. Yeah. Like this never needed to no see the light of day and it. everybody Ever. would have been fine with it. Yeah. No one's uh. banging down the doors of PETA like show us your weird speciesism ad. I need to know if snakes can kneel. <laughs> speciesism. <laughs> Just so that we're all on the same page. It's a it's an ad about what Colin Kaepernick did, which was about racism. A very real thing. 
And PETA thought that to pay homage to that, they would have animals kneel and invent something called speciesism, which if we were looking at it the way we look at racism, it's saying that every species should be treated the same way, regardless of their species. And that don't make no sense. Uh, that is, I'm dating a spider. I'm ready to announce it here on the podcast. I'm in love with a spider. A spider? I'm supposed to treat the spider the same way I treat a person? I don't have time for that. No. Could you imagine? There aren't enough hours in the day. I can't strike up a conversation with every spider at my house. Yeah, now all of a sudden if I don't make eye contact with a bee, Uh, I'm the ass. And now <laughs> I'm being passive aggressive to bees. Yeah. Like I don't have time for that. Yeah. I'm just saying, listen, you said hi to the dog right there and you walked right past me, Mike. Oh. oh. I am tired even just thinking about how much smiling I'm gonna have to do if I'm supposed to treat animals. Look, and I'm not even a, I'm not like a crazy like kill animals. I don't like you know what I mean? Yeah. I We're I, generally pro animals being alive. Yeah, yeah, in in like in the basic terms, I'm kind of aligned with what PETA believes in, but then they do shit like this, and I'm like, what? This is why I say, and this applies to every company, you need, like, one snarky, like, little dick millennial on your staff yeah. at the end of the line to be the common sense employee. Because you get so close, you get too close to the forest for the trees, and you're in there, and you're like, man, yeah, the snail is going to kneel, and then a fish <laughs> is going to kneel, and then this snake is going to loop its shit around, but everyone's going to know it's a knee. And then on, to- and then on top of that, we're going to hit him with the eagle, who is low-key, slim, thick, Congrats. Congratulations. Yeah. So, he squats. That eagle squats. Yeah. I'm going to say, don't let your friend skip egg, leg day because America's egg symbol. Egg day is funnier. Egg day. Egg day. Big ups to egg day. <laughs> but after all that, like, you need, like, the one kid that, like, you know they're going to roast us on the internet if we do yeah. this, guys. How they're going to ruin us. How many rounds of notes do you think the the how the snake would kneel went through? Oh. Do you think someone was like, no, I don't. That one doesn't look like kneeling if he's just standing up like that. I think we're going to have to make him form a loop and then use that loop as if it were a knee. They'll get it. I think the people will get it if we make sure it's a loop and that's a knee. And then someone was like, no, no, I think we should do it this way. Like, How many times do you think they went back and forth on how to make a a snake kneel? So many pots of coffee, so many storyboards torn off the wall. The guy comes home from work and he's like, his wife's like, what's wrong, honey? He's like, tough day. Like, what, what happened? I gotta get this snake to kneel, <laughs> and I just can't figure it out. And his wife was probably like, "Well, mate, what if you didn't? What if you didn't do it? Please don't make this ad. I don't want to have to divorce you. Please." That's when the music starts playing in the background of the movie, and you see the supercut montage of like the Rocky training oh, yeah. scene. He's got a snake doll, and he's like oh, twisting God. it around. It's like I got it. I like what you said earlier about um, how Pete is actually just doing performance art. Oh yeah, so like if it, if it, do you remember the, uh, do you remember the list of like don't say this, say this instead? Yes. Uh, so instead of kill two birds with one stone, they want you to say feed two birds with one scone. Uh, because it's just less cruel, I guess, to the animals that can understand the words that come out of our mouth. Yeah. Um, Famously. So, uh, Classic Doolittle. So uh, I was like, the at this point, they're devolving to so insane that the only thing that would make sense to me is if in 20 years, PETA was like, hey, guys, we were just kidding. I can't believe you believed anything. You saw that kneeling ad and you weren't like, oh, the joke is up, guys. We're on to you. You believed us? Then I would get it. If PETA is performance art, the world will make sense to me again. Yeah. 
Until then, <laughs> what the fuck? That is what we need. I think somebody needs to get Colin Kaepernick's opinion on that ad. I just want him to be like, please don't. Please yeah. stop. This is not what just, I meant. What if yeah. you said less? What if you just did less? I just need to retweet with the words no. Other big news, of course, Marcus Morris's interview about Jay Crowder, in which he, do I have to read it or do you have the audio? I can play it. Okay, because I don't, I mean, it would just be really scarring for me to have to say it out loud. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Well, let's listen to it. I think dude is just, you know, we play the game a different way. Like, we just, a lot of female tendencies on the court, flopping, just throwing his head back the entire game. Like I said, man, it's a man's game, and you just get tired of it. And obviously, at the end, I was very unprofessional. Yeah, it's fine. You can the stop him there. I think he, he said, said everything he needed to say. Yeah, and he says, let me see if I can find it. He says he's it's unprofessional, man. It's soft. This game is soft. He's soft. It's just, you know, that's how you carry him. Just very womanlike. Very womanlike. Very womanlike. Uh, lot of lot to unpack there. There is a lot, and before we get to the very serious stuff to no, unpack we don't here, have to get very I, I just want I just want to point out that he said V soft, like he was abbreviating oh, it for text. That's Ew, great. he did. I, I'm pretty sure I caught a his game is soft V soft. I was oh, like, did gosh. he just do the thing? So um, there's that first. Yeah, there's so much when he says this is a man's game. It's like what? What? What are you talking about? You know there's a league for women, right? You know that women are allowed to play sports? I don't know if anybody told you. Um, Unbelievable. I, it, what was his apology? Do you have that? Cause oh. he, I mean, it was just like a, hey, sorry, I know people are sensitive to it, but like that's just how guys talk to each other, and you know it's just the words we use. Well, it's he like, gave the heat of the moment excuse, Yeah, too. oh, it was in the yeah. heat of the moment. And it's like you're not um, realizing what the issue is. You're not realizing that the issue isn't that you said it. It's not like you said shit on TV and you were like, oops, I know I'm not supposed to curse. It was the heat of the moment. It's like the argument is that you when you use – Female-like or like female tendencies to describe somebody doing like flopping or like you could easily have said soccer. He's like playing like a soccer player. There's a million other things you could have drawn a comparison to. It's a lazy. It's b hacky. And c it's untrue because there isn't as much of all of those quote unquote female tendencies in the WNBA. Ironically enough, uh, so it just is like I. Every time these situations happen where somebody has to apologize and their apology seems so off base, I'm like, who close to this guy is explaining to him what the issue is? Because it's easy for somebody to say something stupid, get attacked by the media, and feel like they're the victim and everybody's being oversensitive. And if you're surrounded by yes men and people who are just always going to make you feel better about yourself, then no one's going to actually – it'll never actually get through to him. He'll think anybody criticizing him is just being – to PC and then never will actually hear anyone give him the valid criticism of like don't describe something you think is bad as female as woman like because that doesn't make any sense and it's like archaic it's an old way of thinking like oh it's like a girl you did it like a girl it's like a girl just expand your vocabulary Call it what you think it actually is like if you're trying to say women are dramatic and so I'm saying it's woman like what if you just said it was dramatic? Why do you have to say that it's woman-like? It is amazing because I'm like I'm not that you know. The last time I was in a locker room consistently was like six or seven years ago. Same. And like, <laughs> not me. <laughs> not to play. I was just... Yeah, no, I was. I was, it was, I was yeah. in there. Yeah. But like, and like, 
I look back on it now, and, like, the reason he's, like, so aghast is because, like, that does get traded in way too regularly, where you throw around the B word or, like, the, like stuff like that, like the R word that I had to, like, work out of my, like, vocabulary for a long time, like, homophobic stuff in there that you all did because, you know, like, 2011, 2012, we weren't checking people like that then. Yeah. And you're right, like, that portion of it's important because when I got out and got removed from all that, you're like, well, wait a minute, like, I really, like... This isn't cool, and if I claim to, like, that's the other part of this. Everyone's like, you know, I have, like, a sister and a mom, and I oh, love wow. them, and I would never do that stuff. It's like, if you did, you would look at this and say, yeah. man, I messed up. Like, this is bass Ackward's view of the way yeah. things should be. Maybe I can just say a different word like yeah. that. Maybe I can understand that, like, yeah, like, that sucks for people to hear, like, the people that I really love. That was That's the frustrating part looking back is, like, just admit you were dumb. Like, yeah, just not, admit the like, thing you said sucked. It's the weird thing when everyone's like, everyone's being too sensitive. It's like, no, people are just kind of asking you to examine where it all comes from because we know that when you say it, you're not saying it specifically to try to tear down women. They know that you're not out there trying to do that. But what they're saying is when you say that, here's actually outside of your locker room space, outside of the place where you say all these things. This is how that sounds and how it makes people feel. What if you just examine that and then decide if you want to keep saying it, sure, but now you know what it is you're actually saying. And that is what's frustrating about this. Is that it's like he's saying like, oh yeah, I said the outside word. I said the inside word outside. And it's like, no, no. We're asking you to understand what it is when you say the inside word so that you'll yourself not want to anymore which i think what you were saying when you got out of the locker room and you learned how it was affecting people or what it sounds like to them you're like oh oh i never even thought about it that hurts that is hurting you i'm not going to say that anymore there are people who probably found out what it meant and didn't care and like that's a decision that they made but then they have to deal with the repercussions of their actions and it just feels like he doesn't want to he's not understanding that what people are saying is like no don't say that just in general, because, like, this is what that means. It's like if you're speaking another language and you don't know it that well and you keep saying a word and someone finally is like, you know, that's not – you're not using that word properly. Yes. And then you're like, oh, whoops, I'll yeah. stop saying that word then. I didn't – I'm just learning it in the wrong context. But he's just like, oh, sorry, I, I love women. I just didn't – I was in the heat of the moment. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. It's not what I think. No, no, it, it doesn't work like that. No, right. like, people can say this is what those words mean. And now you get to choose if you're going to keep saying them or you can't now plead ignorance that you didn't mean it that way. That's the other funny part. Like, we're not asking you to go work manual labor to atone for this. No, we're I mean, asking if you, you to want not, to, we will take it. Which would be dope. <laughs> but we're asking you to, like, not say one word. Like, yeah. you can't go out of your way to just substitute just, one like, different word in. Reframe the way you look at women. Like, well, you get that. it's very easy to say the sentence, I respect women. Nobody respects women more than me. Like, I think we've all heard it. Uh, but it's like... You can say it, but if you're actually, when you want to insult your friend for doing something wrong or soft, your first thought is to call them a woman, it's like, that's, uh, I hate to break it to you, you don't really respect women, because you think of women as soft and flopping and, like, unathletic, because you think it's a man's game. It's not how it works if you respect women. You can say you do, and what you mean is, like, I don't hit women, and great, that's so, thank you so much. Um, but you, but respecting them is, like, understanding the words you're saying, what they mean, and how it uh, defines the role of a woman in society. Yeah. Don't do that. That's the, this segment was called Don't Do That. Don't do that. This has been Don't Do That. Don't Do That. Good tweet, Mike. <laughs> um, what else? I feel like there was more, but I forget. Is anything else happening? You've been on the shows. Yeah, um, 
Not really. It's been a pretty. It's been a pretty like not to like bring it back to that, but Kobe dying kind of made this a very like two subject week in a way that the Super Bowl does not usually have. And thankfully, it was kind of a Super Bowl week that was devoid of like bad headlines. Like no one got arrested, no one failed a drug test or anything. Like great. That's so great. Like yeah, that's that's always nice. That's I appreciate that. that. Not getting arrested. That's really sweet. Yeah, that's good. Um. Do we have a Bachelor update from Ashley? I heard rumors. Oh, my God. So let's throw it on over to Ashley Brabant for your Bachelor update. doodle doo Hi. Hi. I'm Ashley Brabant here with hi with your yes. Bachelor update. We've got two shows to get through, so I'm going to go fast. Oh, sure. Two weeks ago, we wrapped up Champagne Gate by calling it a finasco instead of a fiasco. Then she wrote we got a down. group date, which was pillow fighting in lingerie, which, unfortunately, one contestant called Lingerie. Victoria <laughs> lingerie? had the one-on-one date that went really well. He told her about her tough upbringing, and he said she was the most inspiring person he's ever met. She got the rose, and he seemed super into her. Okay. But then drama strikes. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Sydney mm-hmm. says that Alea is really fake and is bold enough about it to say it to her face when Peter calls her out in front of everybody. Wow. And it pretty much turns into the can I trust Alea or not show. And ultimately, Peter goes to Victoria P. and asks her opinion. Victoria P. reveals that she and Alea knew each other before what? the show started. And what? Alea asked Snakes her to lie on the to in the grass. about it. She ultimately tells him that she doesn't think Alea is right for him, and he sends Alea home, but is clearly convicted. Convicted. He's convicted. This week, they reveal that the show is going to Cleveland, and zero people are excited about it. It was one of the highlights of my Bachelor viewing experience when all of the women just crickets at the (laughs) Cleveland announcement. Victoria F. got the one-on-one date, and this yeah, was, I forget. was this, this jock full of drama. The, the it was yeah. at, um, oh. what's that place called? Cedar Point. They shut down the entire oh, it's a, No, it was really cool. Oh, okay. To go on yeah. rides, and then they had a, one of those private concerts oh, I saw this where in the a preview. bunch of fans are there taking so photos and videos and stuff. But the private concert was with this country singer named Chase Rice, uh-huh. who apparently Victoria F. used to Yep. So there's this really, really cringe-worthy sequence where Peter's doing his salsa hips thing, trying oh to God. dance with Victoria F., and oh she's no. just looking over her shoulder at Chase Rice, who is singing and, like, awkwardly laughing Bristling. because he's, like, singing to his ex, and she's dancing with this pilot guy, and it was, boy, was it fun to watch. There was this amazing moment when Peter said, maybe we'll have Chase Rice sing at our wedding, and oh. I wanted to die for him. He um, didn't know? For some oh, reason, Victoria no. F. lost her mind about having to tell Peter that she used to date Chase Rice. Like, cried for about seven hours straight. Well, she does like having that. a panic attack. She, she does that. But How does he was just like, cool, thanks for being honest. You get a rose. What? A rose? date oh, yeah. this week was yeah. at Brown Stadium. This guy Josh Cribbs was there for like two seconds. And he had the women play actual tackle football against each oh, other. Okay. Except Victoria P., who was essentially faking a back injury. She didn't have to play. That's she the just kind of couldn't go yeah. with him on the sideline. Um, She's always hurt or going to throw up. Fairly yeah, entertaining like, football that happened. Yeah. Which led to a last minute game tying touchdown throw by your girl Kelly, who's on my team, which meant that since both teams tied, all of the women went on the group, the no. cocktail party after the date. No. So there were 13 people there. No. 
when dun 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 a fourteenth comes walking up the steps. Alea. Alea. What? Yup. Clear her name. Yup. She says Victoria P lied, and that they were like really good friends, not just like casual acquaintances. Oh, what? Actually went on a trip to Vegas together. Excuse oh my God. They knew oh, yeah. each other a lot more than Victoria P let on. And then when Peter confronts Victoria P about it, she just starts crying again and says something like, "My truth is the truth." And you're like, "What? This doesn't make what? any sense." So Peter invites Alea back on the show, gives her the group date rose for a group date she wasn't even on, what? and then leaves without essentially talking to anybody else, and people are pissed. I bet. So at the rose ceremony, all the women start coming at Peter. They're really mad, and he is just kind of completely in over his head. He looks oh, just baffled he is at drowning. the amount of anger, yeah, and then we get a to-be-continued. Whoa. And that was your bachelor update. Do oh, wait, hold on. I got to oh. update you on who got kicked off. Okay. Um, Katie, you lost Sarah. No! Katie, Jay, like one you left. lost Jasmine. What? But oh, Jasmine. Back, so, yay yeah, for me. Doodly doo. I only have one left, I oh, think. Oh, wow. Uh, let's I only have tape. one left. But she's We've a... also picked so many. Uh, yeah. So. I lost Sarah. Katie, I had a Sarah. Katie still has Madison in the game. That's it. But oh, but you've, I would say you've got yeah, the ringer. Yeah, she's yeah, going to win. Yeah, I think so, too. There's, you also picked McKenna, who's gone. McKenna's gone? Is McKenna gone? No, McKenna's, no, McKenna's still, there. still there. McKenna's still there. McKenna's, still, McKenna's, in, McKenna's in the game. And Sarah. Man, we picked so many. Sarah's gone. Yeah. Courtney's gone. Peyton's gone. Oh, R.I.P. Damn. Uh, R.I.P. Ashley, I think, still has all of hers. I think so, too. Except for Hannah. Well, Hannah B. Uh, anyway. Man. Thanks, Ashley. What an update. Chase Rice also sounds like. You know something you do on Survivor. <laughs> can I can I introduce something Chase. pretty wild into there yes, about the you Chase? Can. So the song Chase Rice was singing. Oh, I was hoping that you would bring this up. Okay, yes. good, good, good. The lyrics to Amazing. said song, Amazing. which is called Chase Rice's song "Lonely If You Are." Oh, I thought you meant oh, it's dear. called it's called Chase Rice's song. Again, again, in a Ron Burgundy moment, I looked at the Google search atop this lyrics and just read it aloud oh, there. So, what's here, it called? Lonely Chase, if, Chase Rice, lonely if you are. Okay, lonely. I don't know why I keep are. saying Chase weird, Rice. Yeah. No, I like it. But part of the lyrics in this masterpiece that he it. is singing Let's while he it. is claiming to be shocked and destroyed by the situation at hand. If it's Monday and it's over, you know the show your girls all come over for. That's on. That's the Bachelor's on Mondays. And the red wine's getting lower, mm. and your last friend's out the door. Mm. When there's no more roses to go around, oh. hit me up, girl. You know I'm down. Excuse me? So explain this to me because I saw the chatter online, but I try to stay away from this stuff because the purity of the Bachelor update is that Ashley tells me and I don't know. Of course. But I actually watched a be- the beginning of one of the first episodes that she was telling us about because right. we were stuck in the office. Right. And I heard them say lingery and I lost my mind. <laughs> uh, but so did the, did he know? Who claims they knew and who claims they didn't know that those two dated and he was going to be at that date? So nobody knew. The producers definitely knew. The producers knew. Chase Rice is publicly claiming that he didn't know that Victoria F. was going to be the one on the date. And but why would he want to do it on The Bachelor knowing that she was at on The Bachelor at all? So I w- my only guess would be that they don't announce the contestants until very close to when the show's going to air. So at the time the concert was, he may not have known she was going on The Bachelor. Now, I dispute that. I think this is all a ploy because Chase... He song about her going on The Bachelor. And he's got a new album coming out. Like, this is all great yeah, pub. Yeah, sure. Chase Rice. The best part was Peter looking at her when she tells him and she goes... I used to date Chase Rice, and he goes, the singer? 
I just talked the guy, to him. The guy right there. This guy. Oh, I actually got someone to t- change Peter's Wikipedia or Chase Rice's Wikipedia page to Chase Rice, and then the first line says the, the singer. singer with a question mark. <laughs> that's really funny. So. Um, man, what an awkward date. Yeah, that's crazy. All of that's crazy. And honestly, this whole their friends thing, I don't understand. Oh, but yeah. I do think if they went on this Vegas trip together, uh, the telltale sign will be like if they ever use the hashtag like sisters, then oh, you know it's like, oh, they're lying. Right. Because you can go on a trip to Vegas with seven women and two of them like actually aren't very close. Right, right. I've been on many seven women Vegas trips. And oh, yeah. I don't think if you told me that I'm best friends with any of them, I'd be like, no, I'm not. We were just... <laughs> yeah, we just, just... You can you bring a certain amount of women to Vegas, you get in for free. It's just how it works. Oh, yeah. Tales old as time. Yeah, can't roll two solo. Yeah, you can feed seven birds with one scone. Jay, I, d- <laughs> I hate to ask, but do you have erotic news of the week? Oh, God. Ooh. My God. Hi. It's too loud, Jay. The erotic news of the week. How do you not know audio levels? Because I, it's never, they're never right. Spot. They're never right. Men on TikTok, amongst other places, have been dipping their balls in soy sauce after claims from a TikTok user that they can... Stop taste. looking at me when you say it. Just look at your laptop. <laughs> uh, Wait, the claims that they can taste it? They, can, they claim that... Stop Eye contacting me. You can't handle it. <laughs> They're claiming that their testicles have taste buds. Jay, Jay, that can't be true. This is this is happening. It's not true. Uh, a man named James, he's a famous TikToker, uh, is in his car in a public spot, and he said something to the effect of, "I'm going to let my little boys try it out." No. <laughs> I'm feeding my twins. Here you go, boys. Uh, I'm feeding my twins. And then he does it. Who and calls he, them their twins? And then he does it, and then he claims that uh, he can taste it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to turn the music off. Thank you. Is Why is that music considered <laughs> erotic? I don't. There's Mike, welcome to the podcast. Good tweet, uh, Mike. So, effectively, what some scientists said was... <laughs> some scientists... <laughs> They aren't tasting anything from their testicles, but the effect of the smell that they did not necessarily see or feel. Or what? Effectively, like, <laughs> when, they I do the, leave. when they do the dipping. <laughs> I'm out of here. When they do the dipping, uh, it, they had the sensation that they could taste it, and that's because they smelled it from earlier, potentially. Here's how I know that's not true. Because men, I'm so sorry. Your balls don't <laughs> smell great. A lot of the time. And if you could taste from your balls. <laughs> That's the most logical thing. You'd be miserable most of the time. Um, oh, wow. I, that's a great that's point. I just promise. Yeah. I nobody just, thought of it. Oh, I can just promise you. Just broke this wide open. You would constantly be going, oh. taste in my mouth. Um, Does not taste you good. You know? So, uh, debunked mm. immediately. <laughs> Uh, How many people? Uh, what? Immediately? I just immediately <laughs> debunked that. I, he got through it. I have to legally let him get through his se- his segment. All right, guys. Like we're all like cool here. Right? Yeah, we're yeah, fine. We're Let's cool. just keep our head in our hands, like we all are right now. Not making I, eye contact. Go ahead. I want to try it. Oh! <laughs> I just I could not ignore the overwhelming wave of reading that of going, huh? Yeah, as I, you know what, as he was reading it, I'm like, Mike's going to try this in his hotel room later. Just I just, like... Because it doesn't hurt you anything. It's not costing no. you anything. It's like, oh, let me 
me just see. Maybe I can taste them. I'm, 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 I'm done with this coffee if you want to <laughs> slip into the bathroom. You know what? I'm... <laughs> You know what? I, I'm very. I don't think I should say the thing that I wanted. That want to say. Why not? Because I. You know what? Honestly, and this goes for me as an eater too. So I feel like to use the parlance of this article, the twins would appreciate. Oh I'm a textural eater, so <laughs> coffee's not going to do it. Need something with a little. You're going to dip your balls in mashed potatoes. <laughs> we have a contender. I was thinking Jello, but mashed taters. I'm going to die. Wow. We are in the most public place possible. <laughs> oh, wow. There's people here. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's uh, all right. That was your erotic news of the week, and I'm sorry about it. That was that. Uh, all right. That was a podcast. Yeah. It feels... Oh, wait. We still have to do another voicemail. Go ahead, Jay. Okay. Oh, God. Hi. This is Hunter. And uh, my question is, if you could give any celebrity slash historical figure a wedgie, <laughs> now that question, in case you didn't hear it, whispered to you because Jay and audio levels are Guys, not friends. I'm working hard. Um, it's been a long week. If you could give any celebrity or historical figure a wedgie, who would it be and why? Easy answers: Hitler, right? But oh, I was gonna say we got to get that all out of the way. <laughs> Every, let's just assume we all would give a wedgie to all the bad mans. Um, but what? Who would you give a wedgie to? I'm trying to think of what historical figure just sucks. My brain just said, and not historical figure, but celebrity. My brain just said Spencer Pratt. I haven't thought about that man in years, but wow. I think he deserves a fucking wedgie. Wow. You know, because you got to pick somebody that you're like, well, I don't want to beat them up or like kill them, but I would, man, I'd love to give that guy a wedgie. I think it'd be Spencer. He just is a wedgie. Spencer, Spencer Pratt is a wedgie. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good pick. Now I feel worse about mine. What's yours? Well, so like I went for the visual. Okay. Because like. So I, it's a hot woman. Carmen no. Electra. I'd love to just see those Oh, cheeks. yeah. <laughs> As I dip my. All right. Okay. All right. Um, no, I was going to go with. Like and I understand it's 2020. It's like the year of the short king or something. Like, <laughs> or something. Being tall is not a personality trait. Yes, it is. It's a really inconvenient time to have a very tall boyfriend. <laughs> I know. I would say, please think of us in this time. Yeah, but it's so tough I said, for you guys. Like Napoleon would be hilarious because he's dressed up in his little oh, like fancy funny. outfit, I like it. and then he'd be small and he'd be hanging there. Like I assume Wait. I'm putting the wedgie on like a door hook or this something like that. So bullying. Oh, it's it is complete. You're so big and he's so small. It is terrible, but it's also like the outfit and the hat, and he'd be like waving his little sword. Can't yeah. get back on his horse. No. Yeah, he's probably somebody probably gave him a wedgie though for yeah. sure. I still I love you, short kings. This isn't a slight to no, you. This not, is just this is for the funny you. outfit visual. It's not about you. You deserve love. You're beautiful and you're thriving. This is your year. This is your year. When you said it's the year of the short king, I thought it was like the I thought like the Chinese New Year. Like this is the year of like oh short king. I didn't know they had that on there. <laughs> short king sounds delicious. Mm, ooh, like short rib or and like shortbread. king crab. Ooh. Short Ooh. King. What are we doing? We're hungry. Um, Jay, who would you give a wedgie to? I I don't know why my brain does this. I guess every time I have the option to go to a historical time, I choose ancient Rome. Okay, you do. I just who do you want to give a wedgie I, to I, in ancient Rome? My brain went. To, I'm going to give a wedgie to Plato. Why? Because, Ooh. because Plato is out here not doing anything. <laughs> Andrew just gave you a face that was like, "No, Jay." Andrew said, "No." Mike almost fell off his chair. A lot just happened. Shocked. Uh, You're right. <laughs> Plato. Plato is just writing down what some other dude said. Whoa, that whoa, is so. Whoa, that is whoa. so true. He's whoa. a fraud. He is just writing what Socrates is saying. He is not having those thoughts. Are you sure? Yes. yes. Oh, 
Okay. He is Socrates' scribe. I'm Google and it. then just like gets all this shine for it. Okay. For writing stuff down. So he deserves a wedgie. Okay. And while I'm there, I'm going to catch a gladiator match. You love to watch people <laughs> fight till they die. It's the thing I've always said about Do Jay. It makes me very uncomfortable. Can't change it. Anytime we have anything where you can like go back in time, Jay's like, I just want to watch two men fight until one's dead. Like, what? Super Bowl 54 <laughs> coming up this weekend. Very exciting. Uh, that's it for this week's edition of sports. Uh, shout out to us for doing this podcast because nobody paid for it. Uh, and shout out to the SV pod. This week, SVP sits down with Steve Kerr. They talk about playing against Kobe, covering for TNT, and then coaching against him. All good stuff. Go listen to that. And also big thanks to you guys for listening now and then again later on a different platform. Yep. Because that's what we do here. We listen to the podcast on as many podcasting platforms as possible so that maybe someday they'll sell ads for it. Um, <laughs> maybe start your own podcast platform. Put out. Yeah, that's it. If you could that. go and spend all of your time developing a podcast platform, put only our podcast on that, right. and then promote it, and that would be great. The sports podcast if you have, platform. If you have spare time. Just when you get a sec. <laughs> just when you get a sec, go invent a platform. Thank you so much. Um, or you could just leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them, like this one from Zump275 that says, love the podcast, and also Snoot is a great game. I could not agree with the statement more. Yeah. Both true. parts. Snoot is a great Did you ever play Snoot? I never did play Snoot. No, you played sports. That's why. Yeah. And lastly, don't forget that you can always... Leave us the voicemail. Hey! Yeah, it was, it was, bad, a, it was good. Bad, I liked it. Uh, 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Mike. Bye, guys. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Good tweet, Mike. Good tweet, Mike. Good tweet, Mike. Good Mike tweet, said Mike. good tweet, Mike. <laughs> <laughs>